0: Hello, this is Marcus. Just to let you know, this is the second part of our two-part recording of the podcast special review of the year.
1: My night is rabbish.
0: So, oh, Tom. This is part two of our review of the year. Hi, Marcus. Yeah, you're all right. So, um,
1: yeah, no, I'm all right. You, I think you should ask me if I'm all right. You're all right. Be, yes, I'm fine. You're right. Thanks, you're, good, thanks, Marcus, you're good. Yeah. yeah so so um, we're just picking up on where we
0: left off from last time, continuing to review the year of 2018.
1: Oh, there's been so much happen this year, Marcus. I know. I don't know where to start. I know, so
0: we better get on with it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get on with it then.
0: <laughs> no review of the year would be complete without obviously banksy and talk of leonardo da vinci
1: and can i just add to that quiz of the year as well
0: oh yeah quiz there is no quiz to top. <laughs> i'm sorry i set you up for quizzes didn't i there's no quiz at all
1: Oh, I've been doing all my research. Yeah, as well, well. there's
0: no quiz. Um, <laughs> right, so this is a story from, from March. As you know, in 2017, the Salvatore Mundi, which is a painting of Jesus as the savior of the world, was sold at Christie's in New York for over $450 million because it's a rare finished painting because normally a lot of his works were never finished and incidentally it was sold by a Russian billionaire who made a profit of about $322 million so that's not a bad little investment so apparently according to a story in uh, March of this year two Arab princes bid against each other um, and forced the price up when they were both on the same side technically
1: right okay yeah so, yeah. so they were both thought they were bidding into Qatar. Someone from Qatar, yeah, Qatar. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's yeah. Just, so they thought they were playing politics, but it turns out they were just getting. Stunned. They were just
0: they're just bidding themselves up. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's interested in reading a bit more, there, I'll put a link to the Daily Mail article about it. All right, yeah. So,
1: so what was it valued at beforehand? So how much over the estimated? Well, the ironic thing was, it was originally
0: offered to Qatar for around about $120 million, I think roughly $120 million, and they turned it down because they felt it was too Christian. Now, the thing is, is you think they've just paid $450 million for this picture. Now, you think, crikey, that's quite a lot. And that's what leads me into our next story, which is... Not the Hockney. No, no, no. Apparently it was due to go on display in September and it still hasn't been shown. Apparently it needs major restoration work and they've peeled back the layers and the painting's actually got like quite deep white streaks along it.
1: Oh, right, yeah. So it's they're not going to show it to this It's, it's just... not in a great state. Right, so, you know, that's like buying Ronaldo for 100 million and he's got a bad knee injury. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
0: totally like that. And also... This is my own theory, but I still have reservations as to whether it is by Leonardo da Vinci and not from the school of Leonardo da Vinci.
1: The da Vinci code. Yeah. I don't know if that's what the school of Leonardo da Vinci is called, but it should be. (laughs) It
0: sounds like it's a conspiracy and it's got da Vinci in it. And uh, it's interesting. I watched a video, which I'll put a link to, uh, by the art critic, Jerry Saltz. He suggests in this video that it may be by the school of Leonardo da Vinci as well
1: so it was students who created this piece and it's Possibly. not actually da Vinci at all
0: and da Vinci might have come and go look look
1: do it like this do the hair like this
0: like, come like get off Leonardo because yeah. <laughs> white streaks on it
1: <laughs> <laughs> right
0: Um. so there's been a lot of fire. I don't like fire. Fire's never positive, is it?
1: Happy Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you try to
0: lift the mood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't temper this fire. It's just no, it's a-
1: Santa Claus fireman coming in. Oh, <laughs> I wish he'd come early and saved all this. So Santa Claus would have to tie his beard up if he was a fireman, wouldn't he? Because it's a fire hazard, isn't it? <laughs> you can't <laughs> take gifts down the chimneys. Well, firemen don't go down chimneys. I mean, that's old-fashioned. I mean, Santa Claus. Surely now he has a pole and everything, same as normal firemen. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> 2018. <laughs> the only reason there's a
0: pole is just because they've for emergencies. He, just, he knows pretty much his schedule, doesn't he? Oh, no right, work. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the evening.
1: There must be so much prep, though, that goes into doing the Christmas delivery. But none that
0: would require a fireman's pole.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So, June 2018, Um. there was a really bad fire in the Glasgow School of Art. And that, sadly, had happened before quite recently in 2014. And also in September, we actually talked about this, the sad news of a fire in Brazil's National Museum and it destroyed millions of priceless artefacts, such as dinosaur bones, remains of, of uh, an early man and Egyptian artefacts. So know. there's
1: been quite a lot of big fires this year, but I guess every year there must be big fires in yeah. in the broader sense in the world, but also yeah. in the art world.
0: The one at Brazil was quite a, a major loss for for World Heritage. Right, so we've got exploding fish. Exploding fish, Tom. Uh,
1: All right, so this is like we've gone from art to cuisine now, have we? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is from a Freeze article in June. A fire broke out at London's Hayward Gallery, they reported. And a major new exhibition of a South Korean artist, Lee Ball, had its opening delayed, apparently, because a fire broke out a few hours before the show's preview. Um, apparently they said that the exhibition was due to be open to the public but was pushed back because uh, his famous artwork called Majestic Splendour caught fire while it's being removed from the exhibition and apparently it says that Majestic Splendour is composed of sequin covered rotting fish um, when it was shown in 1997 in the Museum of Modern Art in America it had to be removed as a smell made visitors feel sick that's not surprising is it Look.
1: yeah Oh, wow. I don't so know. they exploded?
0: <laughs> yeah. For the Hayward show, the fish were placed in potassium permanganate. Although it's not flammable in itself, the chemical does increase the flammability of other combustible materials. Someone said, you know, you better remove it. So on advice, they decided to withdraw the artwork. Um, <laughs> and it spontaneously combusted mid-removal.
1: Wow yeah so like um, we should do a partnership we could do some exploding loaves to go with it <laughs> for Christmas that's yeah. very biblical of, yeah. isn't it <laughs> fish and bread <laughs> yeah so we can do ball and the exploding fish <laughs> can become a sort of as rubbish biblical story yeah
0: I don't know if that's a light no one I don't think anyone was injured when the fish exploded I imagine it was quite a mess but
1: yeah yeah I guess like, unlike Jesus making the fishes appear out of nowhere, he's actually getting rid of them. So it's more like the devil's work, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Take away, though. <like. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't know how they
0: spontaneously combust.
1: Was it like the uh, sort of, uh, you know, what's it called? the Spontaneous uh, combustion? No, I thought it was like the fume, the gases. Oh, yeah. And the decomposition. The gases were f- maybe flammable somehow. To yeah, the. Ugh. Yeah, it's been treated guts. It got treated with something
0: Yeah, it? yeah, it was mixed with the potassium permanganate Oh, so, that's yeah. what caused it to be yeah, flammable Yeah, yeah, so yeah. mixed up
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good to know I'm going to keep my fish in that anymore <laughs>
0: <laughs> Right, so uh, After that fire, we've got something uh, More uplifting Things returned this year, paintings recovered. Here's a story I came across in February: a stolen dagar painting called uh, "Le Chorice, Chorus," chorus singers. Chorus yeah, chorus yeah. Singers, yeah. It was created in 1877. uh it was stolen in Marseille about nine years ago. It's a uh, a load of people on stage in a chorus kind of line. It's a small painting. Yeah. They're very well lit, aren't they? Which most agar paintings are.
1: Oh, right, yeah. So it got stolen nine years ago and it's been returned to its gallery where it was stolen from. Yes, all. yes. Well, yeah.
0: apparently what's happened is police were carrying out random checks on a motorway rest. we are carrying out random checks at a motorway rest area just 20 miles east of Paris. And uh, they found it in the luggage holder of a bus. Blimey. I like
1: the fact that there's a lot of police that seem to know a lot about art. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but maybe at police school they'd spend a fortnight or something studying art history yeah. and stolen paintings. I mean, just think, oh, look, it's a painting being left.
0: <laughs> Do you reckon they said, oh, this is the stolen day? Go I've oh, authenticated you, I, it.
1: I remember this from Police Academy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh, well, nice. I mean,
1: so no one was actually arrested with it. It was in a no. luggage holder and no one owned up to it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It. So it was just left on the bus.
1: Just like get the, off the driver bus. wouldn't keep it on there, would he? No, you, you don't. It seems so unlikely finding that expensive Dagar on a public bus in the luggage yeah. holder yeah. there. Was, was Dagar a famed bus lover? <laughs> <laughs>
0: From the Dagar, we had another one which was about a fake stolen Picasso, which was a story from November.
1: Is, is this the one buried in Romania? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. A writer, Mrs. Fetiku, uh, believed she'd recovered a stolen Picasso called uh, Harlequin's head, uh, but it looked to have been a prank. Uh, so apparently she received an anonymous letter instructing her to look for it in a forest in Romania where the work was buried and wrapped in plastic. The £700,000 painting was believed to be part of a hall stolen over six years ago from the Kunsthalle Museum in Rotterdam in the Netherlands. It was a theft that was undertaken by Romanian thieves who burst in for the emergency exits and took seven paintings, which included Picasso, Matisse and Gauguin. And in 2013, four Romanians were convicted for the crime, but the artworks weren't recovered. Now... She thought that she'd found one of them, so she handed it over to the Dutch authorities. And after she'd done this, apparently she received an email stating it was part of a performance by a couple of directors. They're a collective known as Berlin, and it was part of an art project about a Dutch folder called Gert Jan Jensen called True Copy. So it was just kind of like a a stunt.
1: It was a stunt, yeah. It's
0: a bit disappointing, really, isn't it? (laughs)
1: Come where's your Christmas spirit? (laughs) I
0: know, it should have had a happy ending. There's no happy ending there. It just said, what happened? That gets destroyed. It has to be destroyed. The fake does. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because it can't
0: be allowed to circulate in the market again.
1: So maybe the police must have an area of the police station, which is the art fake destruction facility yeah you can imagine there must be police there destroying all the fake work it's (laughs) like pest control
0: they're getting a Banksy shredder
1: Banksy yeah go round with shredder (laughs) it's right, guys I'll take care of this one bloody fakes (laughs) let me get my shredder out (laughs) mind you it's going to double in value
0: No review of the year would be complete without a botched restoration.
1: Oh, you haven't done it again, have you, Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> actually,
0: actually, have I tried to? Have you ever tried to restore anything like, uh, badly?
1: oh uh, yeah, badly. Well, yeah, I stuck successfully once, and once badly, guitars. What
0: actually paint work, paint jobs, or
1: no, like uh, putting a, a neck on and oh no, putting pieces on, and it didn't work yeah i've got it to work both times but one of the times the strings were like balancing <laughs> it so sorry it was actually in tune as long as you didn't strum it <laughs> yeah if you didn't bang it it worked for a bit
0: i mean looking at this now i mean you what we've got here is uh, a wooden carving that was housed in the church in uh, navale in north spain and it's been there since the 16th century and now what it is is of uh this wooden sculpture is of st george and he's uh famously wearing a suit of armor and he's on horseback and he's going to battle a dragon you know you've got some serious restoration work to be done so it's a precious ar- artifact of the town so what do you do as a priest you you, you really just speak to a major gallery and say, look, you know.
1: Well, we we know a, a Spanish uh, rest restorer, <laughs> don't we? What's her name? Lady, Jimenez. Yeah,
0: the restored Eke Homo. They could have called her, but instead the local priest called a local art school teacher. I think she may have been a primary school art teacher because uh, looking at the restoration, it's been covered in bright colours and particularly the carving's face is now bright pink. And it does uh, have a hint of a sort of Disney character about it now.
1: It does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even the horse has gone a bit Disney. Yeah.
0: The horse looks a bit like a fairground ride on Brighton Pier. And so I imagine that's going to be really difficult if you paint it directly onto the wood. Get rid of yeah. paint off wood. Don't you normally sand it?
1: Yeah, I guess so. And
0: you can't do that. So well, that's going to be a real, real difficult one to restore back. Unrestore. Un- Unrestore. What's
1: well, some- on? Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's no restore point to get back to. <laughs>
0: there isn't. I prefer Eki Homo to this restoration, actually. I might travel quite a distance to see Eki Homo, but would you travel to see that? No, no, <sighs> you
1: wouldn't, would you? It is like a children's sculpture, isn't it? Yeah, I just go it's, to it's see It's almost like a non-work of art now. No. It was previously, I take it, a real.
0: Beautiful piece. Uh, yeah. There?
1: A famous piece mm. for the town. Yeah, now you could
0: just go to a Victorian seafront and uh, and see something similar on a like a merry-go-round.
1: Amazing, amazing! What a bit of liquor paint. Be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So, finally, no review of the year would be complete without death. Ah ha ha ha! Well, uh, sadly, two major artists have died this year.
1: We're talking about their lives have ended. Yeah. Like, these are like obituaries, yeah? Yeah. We're we not going to talk about death as art?
0: No, 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 no. no so, yeah. Robert yeah. Indiana, he's an American artist and he died in May of this year. And he was born in 1928 as Robert Clark in Indiana. So, maybe that's where his surname came from.
1: All right, yeah. So, it'd be like you changing your name to Marcus Essex.
0: No, Sussex. Yeah, it would be Sussex. Sussex yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Indiana's work was mostly comprised of iconic, simple, strong images. You know, including things like stars and numbers, and short words like eat or hope. And he created a lot of paint prints and paintings and sculptures. So he was most famous for his series around the word love.
1: Yeah, so you see this in people's mantelpieces, all yeah. like that in their homes, all yeah. around the. Land, I've seen this so many times. Yeah, I mean, all people have eat in the kitchen, didn't they? Yeah, love in the sitting room or whatever.
0: Yeah, in his particular arrangement, he's arranged in a square shape uh, where the L sits on top of the V, and the leading O sits on top of the E. And uh, what I'll do is I'll put a link on the site to his work. Yeah,
1: with the O falling over like that, it could be misconstrued as being for the Louvre.
0: So that's Robert Indiana and he's, he's in a world of love now I'm sure wherever he is doing his artwork
1: Alright yeah well he's he's dead isn't he so
0: let's yeah. not go there Yeah well, <laughs> no, no, Let's not go there yet anyway no, I don't want to certainly we've got too many podcast episodes to do before yeah, then <laughs> <laughs> Now the final artist who's died and actually our final little uh, thing for the t- which concludes our double review of the year special podcast is Robert Morris. Now, Robert Morris uh, is a really quite important artist. He was an American sculptor, conceptual artist and writer. He was also really important in the minimal art movement and he produced performance art and installation art and also was important in process art. So he's a really... Interesting artist, I mean we could probably do a show on him in fact. One of his famous works was a box with a sound of its own making which he made in 1961 and it's a solid wooden cubed shaped box and inside is an audio device that plays a recording of the sounds of it being made so you've got like soaring and sounding noises so it's kind of like that sort of process art as well and conceptual because it's
1: be a great Christmas present everyone
0: yeah <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. mind one of those so yeah. Yeah, a few no, really. yeah. it's gone up in value now as well
1: because he's just died is not he so of course oh right yeah 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 so there's even more value and you know that, that little rascal Banksy can't shred it yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: it's a hammer that one i don't know if you could conceal a hammer well, yeah that belgian
1: the... guy could yeah. do it couldn't he with his chisel <laughs> <laughs> oh yes <laughs> what was he called
0: the guy who got ch- changed the marble i think that's meek's poppy wasn't it but yeah that's yeah yeah guy. it was yeah. so another piece that robert morris who's quite famous for was a thing he did in uh, the tate gallery in 1971 called body space motion things I've been looking at an article on the Tate Gallery's website, which I'll put a link to, which they talked about what happened. And he was invited in 1971 to do a retrospective of his work. And instead of that, he decided to create an interactive space for the audience to engage directly with the works. So what he did was he filled the space with a series of wooden works. He wanted to challenge the traditional sculptural space and people would have to find a new way to experience the sculptures through their body so it's like an arty playground
1: yes yeah, so i was gonna say it's like a, a playground for art lovers yeah
0: yeah, yeah. so uh, before going to the gallery and uh you're not allowed to touch it you're supposed to just stand there and look and yeah. appreciate it with your eyes but this was like saying look you know you've got to appreciate with your body and what he would he created was things like wooden platforms that sort of shift when people balance on it, so you can imagine trying, yeah, yeah. and then a sort of like a, a log you'd have to try and balance on a a double ramp, and it had ropes that you had to pull various weights across. And there was another one which but
1: was there no swing. No My swing. My nephew <laughs> would be upset. If no swing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know he's yeah. he's done quite a lot. Yeah, like yeah, yes.
0: Yeah. He also it? created things like an open wooden chimney like structure, which you'd have to inch your way up. Yeah. Now, there was a problem with this because although each installation had a photograph next to work to show how people should interact with the object, uh, basically it seems that the public didn't look at the instructions and decided to improvise because it's health and safety and it's, there's not much of it in the early 70s. So members of the public decided to like, not use the, the sculptures as intended and ended up injuring themselves. So, this is something this show's just opened within like seven days. They'd already had like one sprained finger, someone tore a leg muscle, and uh, 14 uh, cases of uh, painful splinters. So, people got overexcited with, you know, like thinking, oh, this is great. And the exhibition work started to deteriorate. So, in the end, it got closed down after just seven days.
1: And it was supposed to be on
0: for five weeks. Yeah. But as is in the spirit of Christmas, in 2009, they uh, restaged it. That's in the Tate Modern in London and I'll put a video up of it.
1: Oh, great, yeah.
0: Right, um Anything to add at the end, Tom? Um,
1: for New Year? Oh, for New Year. Yeah.
0: Um. See New Year. I, I assume people will be listening to this uh, just after New Year or around New Year. Well, as long as any New Year's resolutions.
1: Well, I want to avoid getting the Millennium bug. <laughs> <laughs> That's so old school. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, it's the time of year, isn't it?
1: Everyone seems to be like get You've down. You've got with a it. really
0: old kettle, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, what what New Year's resolutions should people do? Give us a five-star review on iTunes.
1: Oh, that's a good news. And note. subscribe.
0: Subscribe, yeah. Uh, share the podcast episode if they can. Yeah. Uh, go to modernartisrubbish.com.
1: Absolutely. Also, go, go to our Patreon page. Patreon
0: page, what, what, what address is that?
1: Patreon.com forward slash Yeah.
0: You can email us at info at modernartisrubbish.com. So that's it, and I just want to say buys. Buys. bye. Bye. Bye.